Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a golf course. 70 courses. Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursions? We're watching. Time for chill vibes. Beach How about a garden tour? Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English, and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Hey everyone, this is Molly and Matt, and we're the hosts of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult, a podcast from Ruby Studio and iHeart Podcasts. It's a show dedicated to helping you figure out the trickiest parts of adulting. Like how to start planning for retirement, creating a healthy skincare routine, understanding when and how much to tip someone, and so much more. Let's learn about all of it and then some. Listen to Grown Up Stuff How to Adult on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Grown Up Stuff. Grown Up Stuff. Welcome to a new mini-podcast called From Home. My name is Michael Ruhlman. Guests on From Home will be giving us self-recorded updates on what they're cooking, what's in their pantry, and what they're looking forward to when life gets back to normal. Today we're checking in with Emily Sperlin, pastry chef of Chicago's beloved Lula Cafe. We've all been baking these days. If the scarcity of yeast and flour is any indication, I know I've been giving the sourdough starter a heavy workout. And Emily's no different. But she does it professionally, so the fact that she's about to share an easy cake recipe is something to get excited about. Without further ado, this is From Home with. This is. This is. This is. This is From Home with. This is From Home with. This is From Home with Emily Sperlin. Hi, I'm Emily Sperlin, and I'm the pastry chef at Lula Cafe. I'm recording this from my apartment in Logan Square in Chicago. Choose one easy-to-prepare dish that has become a go-to for you. What's your go-to recipe? What have you been cooking? What have you been cooking during quarantine? So the first week I was in isolation, my pantry was looking a little bare because I work a lot and I don't honestly cook that much at home until now. Um, so I was looking up Depression-era desserts because... I was feeling a little dramatic, I guess, and it seemed funny. So I've made some vinegar pies in the past, and I love those. And I was talking to my mom about it, and she mentioned something called a wacky cake, or I think it's also sometimes called World War II cake. And it's a really good chocolate cake that doesn't require any dairy or eggs, so it's very pantry-friendly. But typically the base recipe, you do a cup and a half of all-purpose flour, a cup of sugar, 
quarter cup cocoa powder, one teaspoon of baking soda, half teaspoon salt, whisk that all together. And then in another bowl, you have a cup of coffee that should be cool or room temperature, a tablespoon of vinegar, a teaspoon of vanilla, and then add that to your dry stuff. And then a half cup of some sort of add-in if you like, like dried fruit or nuts or chocolate chips. So you mix them all together, bake them in a baking tray or a cake pan for 30 minutes at 350. And I kind of shifted up a little bit by adding caramelized white chocolate uh, that I had lying around from Valrona. It's their Dulce line, which is delicious. And I subbed half cup of flour for rye. Um, and I think you could do that with a lot of different alternative flours like buckwheat or oat flour. Probably nut flours would be really delicious. And then I also made a tahini frosting, which I, I didn't really measure out. I just kind of winged it. But it was softened butter, tahini, powdered sugar, a lot of salt. Um, so I frosted it and then I kind of covered it with sesame seeds. And I was very pleasantly surprised with how good this cake is, so I highly recommend making it. It's very easy, doesn't use that much from your pantry. It was great. What's in your cupboard? Take a look in your cupboards. What's in your cupboard? What's in your pantry? Walk us through what you see. What are you stocked up on? Uh, so once I got stocked up and had more in my pantry, I've been making a lot of like stuff to keep in the freezer just to have on hand. So I made a big batch of dumplings to use up some mushrooms and cabbage that needed to be used up. Um, so those are just ready to go in the freezer. My roommate and I made a really big batch of potato and ramp soup. A lot of my friends have been foraging for ramps recently and have, have done drop-offs, which is so nice. And also just feels a little hopeful, like, okay, ramps are still coming up. Things are still moving forward. Like, you know... There's hope. <laughs> Tell us about the dish you eat when you want to feel comfortable, safe, nostalgic, or taken care of. What is your ultimate? Ultimate. 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 What is your ultimate comfort food? And why do you love it so much? Uh, as far as food that makes me feel comfortable or safe or nostalgic, just like soups and stews and warm things. It reminds me of being sick when I was little and my mom making soup to help me feel better. Um, just trying to find lots of little ways to like baby myself and mother myself these days. Uh, I recently made a chicken and rice soup that had big chunks of ginger and kale and some other veggies and it was very comforting. From a food perspective, walk us through what happens when this pandemic is under control. What do you miss about... What do you miss about... Restaurants. Waiters. Bartenders. Professional chefs. What's the first restaurant or bar you'll visit? What will you order? Why? Um... I think we are all realizing that the food landscape is going to look very different for a long time in a lot of ways that I don't think we can really imagine or anticipate. But, you know, we're doing our best to reinvent ourselves and reimagine and navigate everything. As far as what I'm looking forward to going back to, Lula has been my favorite restaurant for years before I ever worked there. Um, so I'm really, really looking forward to being back in that space and back with those people. And it's so special to me. I know it's special to a lot of people as well. So I'm, I'm really, really looking forward to that. If I were to cook for friends, I am imagining like a big backyard potluck and everyone brings something and we all have to hug each other. Is there any message you have for listeners right now? Give back. Give back. Give back. Anything they should do to support their local hospitality industry workers? Have to support. Take care. On the ground level, just like ordering from your favorite restaurants that are doing takeout right now is really helpful. Like everyone's really relying on that business. If they have a GoFundMe, like donate to that. That goes directly to their hourly employees that have been laid off. 
In the grander scheme of things, um, a lot of the government assistance that has come out for restaurants hasn't actually been very helpful or applicable to small independent restaurants. Um, so more definitely needs to be happening there. And a way you can help is if you go to saverestaurants.com, there's a really easy thing. First of all, there's a lot of really interesting information, but there's also a very easy form you can fill out to email Congress um, to establish an independent restaurant stabilization fund. All of the small and independent chef-owned restaurants are in serious trouble if more doesn't happen. And, you know, these are the places where we celebrate big occasions and we meet up with friends and they make our neighborhoods interesting and cute and weird. And I think we all need that on the other side of this. So it would be really helpful if everyone's doing what they can and making their voices heard. Finally, it's important to keep our spirits up at a time like this. Knock, knock. Knock, knock. We'd love it if you'd share your favorite joke. Tell us a cheesy joke. Here's a joke. Goodness. As far as jokes, I do not have very many good jokes, but I heard this one recently and it's kind of timely, I think. Did you hear about the restaurant on the moon? The food is great, but there's no atmosphere. Emily had been in her role at Lula for less than six months before the pandemic arrived. But here's to hoping that we all find a way to reopen when it's safe and smart to do so. And that everyone in Chicago gets a chance to try some of Emily's cakes, cookies, ice cream, and other treats. Take care, everyone, and thank you, Emily, for sharing with us from home. the place to show it. Book your trip at sandiego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. Hey everyone, this is Molly and Matt, and we're the hosts of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult, a podcast from Ruby Studio and iHeart Podcasts. It's a show dedicated to helping you figure out the trickiest parts of adulting. Like how to start planning for retirement, creating a healthy skincare routine, understanding when and how much to tip someone, and so much more. Let's learn about all of it and then some. Listen to Grown Up Stuff How to Adult on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Grown Up Stuff. Grown Up Stuff. It's the Breakfast Club, the world's most dangerous morning show. Hey! Angela Yee is kind of like the big sister that always pokes you in the forehead. <laughs> Ooh. That's not how it goes? That's not how anything goes. Yemi's really like a robot. One of the best DJs ever. Believe that! Charlamagne is the wild card. And I'm about to give somebody the credit they deserve for being stupid. I know, that's right. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Oh. Listen to The Breakfast Club weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on 106.7 The Beat. Columbus is real hip-hop and R&B.